Georgia, 107.5 FM, WRUU.org, Savannah Soundings, Community Radio with Global Soul. Hey, what's up? You're listening to Bring It In, and I'm your host, Glenn Pierce. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Bring It In Show for all your sports questions and comments. The viewpoints expressed in the following program are not necessarily those of WRUU, its license holder, or its staff. Welcome in, everybody, to another episode of The Bring It In Show. I'm your host, Glenn Pierce, joined with Kells and Jamie. As always, what's going on, guys? How are you doing today? Good morning. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Happy Monday talk about some sports. Yeah. I mean, a sports Monday. I see... Jamie's got his Yankees logos going on. I got my Orioles logos going on. We're just getting started in spring training. Uh, we've had some some things happening in spring training we'll get to in a little while with these uh, new rule changes. And um, we had our Savannah Falcons had their home opener this week against the Crossed County Rivals, the uh, Effingham Outlaws, and the Falcons came away with the shutout, and uh, they beat the Effingham Outlaws 28-0. to So that was a good time at Memorial Stadium. Jamie and I were lucky enough to be there to uh, experience some of the 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 excitement and the scores and that tough defense well i'll i want to pick jamie's brain a little bit about what he saw compared to the last time uh he saw the falcons out there and uh jake paul he finally boxed a boxer he finally got in the ring and boxed a boxer known for uh I mean, what's he? He was on a uh, like three, four fight win streak, but they had all been uh, MMA guys. Or did he start his his career boxing another YouTube streamer, or was that his brother? Because I know I get I get these two guys mixed up. Uh, Didn't he start with like Nate Robinson? Okay, okay. Is that then, that's yeah. And then he went to the streamer Anderson Gibbs. Okay. And then Logan Paul started his with KSI, I believe, who is a YouTube streamer. All right. So you you're in the ballpark. Yeah. Yeah, I knew. He, he finally boxed the boxer though, you're right. Yeah, he finally boxed the boxer uh Fury who's the younger brother, I believe, of Tyson Fury, who's, I don't think Jake Paul would want to step in the ring with with Big Bro. <laughs> but, but he got in there, and, you know, he, 
he he actually did better than I expected him to. Um, so I mean, maybe maybe he's he's on to something there. So, but but man, those uh, uh oh yeah, we also had the uh, Savannah Clovers. It was a closed match game but they actually went out to Atlanta and played Atlanta United's uh, number two team Atlanta United uh, two and they they compete in oh I'm gonna be wrong like US at US uh, PL but they compete in a uh, division lower than the MLS but higher than what they clovers are competing in nisa and from from what i heard the clovers put on a a good showing out there and i mean atlanta united too they've they've been around for years so there's that chemistry and the clovers are just i mean maybe i don't know exactly but there there may be about two uh maybe one to two months into uh, training together. So, I mean, they're going to need some time to gel, but it's awesome that they went out there and put on a good showing against a uh, a really good squad. So we're all excited to, to get to see them play. And I just caught wind this morning that it looks like the Bears are going to trade that number one pick so we'll have to uh peek into that to spring training all coming up here on the bring it in show so jamie yes sir what what did you think about the the new look of the savannah falcons since it's been a little while since you've been out to see them you got to see him. What uh, what did you like most about uh what you saw out there? Excuse me, um, man. It was uh, it was good. They got um a good um a good turnout. They got a nice a nice roster. It seems like they got pretty well good a good balance of players uh, on offense and defense. Not a whole lot of guys need to try to go both ways which you see on a lot of these teams that don't have enough players yeah but um yeah no it, it was good they, they had a good they had good control of their ground game for uh majority of the game um and um a pretty balance and they balanced it off pretty well and, and got some completions down the field at times where they especially when they needed it so yeah no it was good that was a fun game um Definitely, uh, they're definitely a better team than Effingham. So let's see what they're going to look like against, you know, somebody that's probably more, you know, along the same lines of of talent. But that was good. A a little bit of everything out there. Yeah, this uh, Saturday they're traveling down to right around Brunswick to play the, I believe it's the Golden Isles uh, Bears or the. Golden Isles, yeah, Golden Bears are they're going down or Golden Isle Grizzlies. That's what it that's what it is. I was mixing up two team names. Um and the Grizzlies 
they had a good week as well. They, I believe they had a shutout as well, and they went on to score 52 points. Now, that team started out being ranked the last team in the league, so maybe it was easy to put up 52 points, but a team putting up 52 points and having a shutout, now that's, that's a good team no matter what. So the Savannah Falcons will get to uh, put put themselves to the test. And, I mean, walking around the field before the game, um, I heard interviewers trying to get the Falcons to start talking trash about things, and, and they were – they were pretty tight-lipped before the game. They didn't want to go out there acting all cocky. They were just like, "Hey, it's it's time to it's time to play." Like, it's we don't need to say I can, anything. I can tell you, Glenn. You heard me last week when we had uh, King and Deloach on the show, um, hitting us up, telling us how they were going to come at it this week. I, I, I asked them about how they felt like. From a talent level, the difference between the first year I remember watching them, which I think was their initial start to yeah. now. And, you know, to me, that's something I could tell you is the football is just a lot. It's, it's a lot better than it was. Like just going to the game. I mean, watching the game it, it's a lot more organized. It's actually, you know, a little bit like teams going at it like they should. It was a, kind of a mess that first one. You know, there was fighting going on. Referees weren't even making calls. But yeah. No. From a from a talent level, this it's it's definitely more entertaining to go watch. It's it's good. Yeah. Starting their third season out, um, they're playing in the EAFL. It's a league made up of uh, Georgia and Florida teams all over Georgia, all over Florida, and uh, they're in a division, so they're playing. A couple local teams. We have a, there are three somewhat local teams in this league. The Effingham Outlaws being one of them. The Pooler Broncos. Unfortunately, their game got canceled because uh, field issues. But that's always a problem in uh, this. This uh, it can be a problem in this league. Everybody, everybody. I mean, there there aren't enough. Uh, parks sports fields out there in the world for everybody it's crazy when you look around and you think that there's there are enough uh fields in savannah there there's nowhere close to enough fields we need another stadium the size of memorial stadium in this uh city for yeah i mean we could i mean it was standing room only there i know i mean we i I only got to sit down for about i mean you too we only got seats for about maybe 10 minutes in the towards the end of the game probably because so many uh effingham fans were already already leaving so but yeah it was it was an awesome game we got to see uh, great plays, safety Sam Kinlaw. He, or, he, he, I thought I almost thought I messed up because this is safety Sam Kinlaw came through goal line with a safety. I thought 
for for a second I I thought I started speaking backwards, but no, it's right. He's the safety, and he came through at the goal line and was able to get a safety. Uh, it's awesome. Uh, new wide receiver Demario Jones was able to score two receiving touchdowns. You had uh, Trayvon Wilkinson, the quarterback, on one play on the 50-yard line, exactly on the 50-yard line. Things break down. It doesn't go his way. And what's he do? He just he takes off running. He, uh, Jamie's like, we got to run. He just screams out, we got to run. And, you know, he didn't. He, did, he made some contact right around the goal line, but he was – he was moving too much to be stopped. So quarterback with a 50-yard touchdown run. And then wide receiver, veteran wide receiver, Tory Worlds. Man, he uh, right on the first offensive drive, he just goes streaking down the uh, sideline for a 40-yard touchdown catch. And he he came close to uh getting another one if the ball was a little bit higher he gets he gets a second long touchdown i mean it was a uh it was a really good game like i said the defense they you can't say enough about the defense because they were all over these guys except for maybe one drive where the the star pretty much of Effingham's um offense is I want to say his name's I got it right here uh Michael Hamilton this guy he he starts out at wide receiver but then he comes back in he he just starts shuffling around he was playing quarterback running back wide receiver it it didn't matter and he was able to help him move down the field and get within get into the red zone but then the Falcons defense came through stopping I mean making big plays King was out there I mean it it's you just can't the whole defense as a whole uh they just stood up i mean created a wall they couldn't get through it was awesome it was awesome watching that so we'll see and then march 11th they have their next home game did you guys see uh what damian lillard did last night I know we don't tend to uh, talk about too much basketball. Kells? What did he do last night? He uh, scored 71 points. And then he got a drug test later on last night after the game. Oh, my God. But from what I remember when I saw something last night, I don't think he was the only player to get 71 points last night. Really? Yeah. He's the only one that's popping up on my uh, feed at the moment. 
and he's the only one that I can remember off the top of my head. But I almost feel I like Donovan Mitchell got seventy one earlier this year. Okay, maybe that's just what I'm saying is that Mitchell had gotten seventy one this year and now yeah. Lillard did. Now he's now which is insane that two guys have gotten seventy one inside of two months. Yeah. In the same season, really, is, is wild. 71. Yeah, they made sure to uh, test him. They, he was on, he must have been on something. Right, he was 13 for 22 from the three. That's crazy. Dan can light it up. Yeah, he can. It was Dan time last he's night. Smooth, he's a smooth shooter. <laughs> it's definitely damn time. Yeah. You think the Lakers gonna make the playoffs? I like Speaking their new NBA. Lineup. I like their new lineup adjustment. Yeah. I mean, last night is that when they uh, had their the best Lakers comeback ever? I feel like I I heard heard that somewhere. They saying they won. Let me see. Yeah, see, um, seven point comeback. What I was mean, it? A twenty-seven uh, point comeback. Dang, that's beat impressive. The Ma- and beat the Mavericks. That's impressive. Beat the Mavericks. If they can, if they can stay healthy with this roster, I think they got a chance to make the playoffs. What position are they in right now? I mean, they're like twelve. Yeah, I was gonna guess tenth or eleventh. Okay, so they're twelfth. So they just need to go on a run. They need to go on a run. They top so it's it's top eight that are going into uh that go into the playoffs for each conference yeah i believe so that's what it's looking like when i'm looking at these standings (laughs) they got timberwolves pelicans trailblazers are the three teams ahead of them the jazz warriors and mavericks are the three last teams getting in Lakers are 13 and a half games back. Man. But well, on back from back from the number 1 slot. They're oh, oh, yeah. they're Yeah, not from the not from the last spot. No, they're one and a half from gotcha. the last spot. That's so that that's all all these teams are like in a huge mix. I mean, things one one week could change that whole the bottom five, truthfully. That's true. So. I think it's going to be very competitive, though, when the playoffs come around. There's a lot of good teams. Yeah. There really is. 
Hmm. There's bad news coming in for the Milwaukee Bucks, though. Oh, no. What? What happened? Sale. The sale of the team has just been completed for $3.5 billion. Now, you're probably asking me, what's so bad about the team being sold? Now, I've heard that there were there were a couple high-profile people that were supposed to be trying to buy the uh, Bucks. Um, and I'm, I'm trying to scramble through to see who else may be involved in this. I'm not finding anybody yet, but... It looks like the owners of the Cleveland Browns have just bought the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh-oh. <laughs> Good thing that that's was a couple it, years back. That's why it's significant. That's, I was wondering what, what the catch was. I was like, what's the catch? Why, why it's so bad. Now, now, just because they're the owners doesn't mean that they're the ones that have they, the Bucks, like you said, have won recently. So maybe everything, all the pieces are already in place for a championship team. They don't have to mess anything up. Um, they're a really good team too. Yeah. Except I think Giannis has an injury to his yeah. knee. Let's look at that. Now if that, that happens, huge, then they're done. That, then they're not as good. If that's the case, you're absolutely right. That's problems. Because they are definitely best when they have him and Holiday and Middleton on the floor at the same time. It's like the All core right. in, engine of that team. Then, yeah, because they're initially saying it's something about a knee, but now... I mean, he's going to be all right. He's got a bruised right quadricep. He'll probably be okay in a couple couple yeah. games. He's, he's a tough guy, usually. He got off the court, though. He was smart. Yeah, always smart. Too. Nope, there's something feeling right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. Who, if you had to pick like a favorite, like what, who, what basketball team in the NBA is like, would be your favorite right now, like to to win. To win everything. Yeah, to win it all. Like if you had to pick one now, even though we got a whole another half to go. Um, I'm picking the Nuggets. That's a dude. That's a scary team. That's a scary team. The Nuggets. They're good. And that a little bit of me picks the Nuggets. Not just they're they're good. They're one of the best. I mean, they might be the best team in the league uh, so far. But I mean, it's just like they're a basketball team. I feel like everybody always forgets about. Um. Their star player isn't necessarily marketable. So 
it's almost everything the NBA wouldn't particularly want in a championship team. So I think it would be perfect for them to win it. They would. I mean, they're gonna have to put the uh, spotlight on on uh, Jokic, but yeah. but it's not like. I mean, English is a second language, and it would just be. It's not what they want. I mean, it's not like when LeBron wins a championship. So, yeah, I mean, no, I, I think I, they would. I'm so, I'm sorry, Jamie. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was just, I was just gonna continue on a little bit more, but go if you got a sp- statement on that, go ahead because I'm gonna I'm gonna change it up a little bit. Okay, Thanks, I was just in the NBA. I was just gonna say I would even think they would rather have uh, Luca win a championship because he's a little for for the european player he's more marketable i feel like you're not wrong for them they would probably definitely rather have luca there yeah i don't know i think they he's he, he brings some kind of like negativity about some things that i don't it's hard to explain like he just has a little attitude about him but i'm really curious about him and how he and kyrie mix together because that can make that team pretty tough. Even though I yeah. know Kyrie doesn't really play any defense, but maybe he will turn to step it up. And the other one I want to see is how KD lines up in Phoenix now because him, Aiden, and Booker is a pretty mean lineup. That And that could be really tough to beat if they click. Oh, yeah. Especially if Chris Paul can come back healthy too. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I they, mean- don't even need, they don't even need Chris Paul, even though he is – you know, I feel like he opens some things up for them guys, you know, and those guys he, are already that good. He would make them better, but he would. But I like to see that. I like yeah, to see what they do. That's going to be a good team too. But who would you pick at this point? Like Glenn picked Denver. Who who, um, who do you watch and go? Dang, they're tough. They're good. Oh uh, man, I think the Bucks with a healthy Giannis and a health and, and a healthy Chris Middleton. Is still as good as you get in the NBA right now, and hip, them and the, and the Celtics in the East are going to be really tough to beat. Um, and then, I mean, I'm probably more favoring the East this year. Just, uh, but but I like the I like the Nuggets because we didn't see them full strength last year in the playoffs. But I'm I'm probably, and here's the other one I'm looking to see in a little development is where what see what happens with the Clippers because. They're finally getting everybody healthy. Yeah, they're starting to gain some traction too. They're pretty good. They're better yeah. record than I thought they had. And they got some clutch guys on that team. Yeah, Kawhi's playing at a high level. If they stay healthy, yeah, Paul we'll George. see. Yeah. Now has uh, KD has he come back? Not yet. Not yet. Not not to, not to my knowledge, unless it, it happened without me noticing. Okay, I think I, I, I have a feeling he's going to be healthier quicker than he was going to be. I think so. Too. I think so too. I, it's funny you say that. I think so too. He's going to play with uh, Devin Booker, so he's yeah. he he can be a little healthier. Um, Booker Booker Durant, Aiden, what a what a three right there. 
I feel like I've already heard that he's coming back. Um, and maybe March, March it's... March 1st. I was just looking for this, Glenn. I'm glad you were talking about okay. it. March 1st? Yeah. Yeah. All he's right. coming back March 1st. Dude, that's funny. Yeah, so... So that's... Uh, is that Friday? I think it might be. No, that's Wednesday. That's even closer. Yeah. Oh. That's in a couple days. Oh, that's right. Because yeah. February is like a twenty-eight. Oh man, that's you're right. So yeah, we we get to see that, and I mean, like I was saying earlier, uh, if if the Suns, that's what I'm saying, all they need to do is get in to the um playoffs and i mean i mean that's all anybody has to do is get into the playoffs and then it turns into a different ball game as long as they can uh mold mold together do you think i mean man yeah like jamie's saying now it's as got me as rethinking as as, but as good as Aiden is in the pick and roll and now you got another kick out guy i mean I, <laughs> Booker, give it into Aiden, kick it out to KD, give it back. I mean, that's a that's a that's a that's a serious offense right there. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, 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 I'm I'm with you. Somebody so said it. Somebody said it. This is my t- the the Celtics. If they can stay healthy, they're a really really deep lineup. And they're so good defensively. I mean, that's exactly exactly. There's so many guys down. you can plug in place for defense. They really have no holes for like a super small lineup anymore and they play deep yeah March 1st uh, he was never going to come back with the Nets April <laughs> Fools all season <laughs> all season long alright I want to yeah. ask everybody to stick with us while we take a quick break for some station identification This is WRUULP, Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FM, WRUU.org. We are Savannah Soundings, community radio with global soul. This is Forget the Whale from the album What I Tell Myself EP. to your radio station, WRUU, which is presented by people just like you, people from your community. The voices you hear are your neighbors, co-workers, and other Savannah residents. Therefore, WRUU is your community radio station. So, won't you please help by donating whatever you can afford to help your neighbors stay on the air. Go to WRUU.org and support your local radio station with a monetary contribution of any amount. Again, you can support your local radio station at WRUU.org. Thank you. This portion of WRUU's programming is brought to you by listeners and by Sentient Bean. 
Sentient Bean has been serving fair trade coffee, thoughtfully sourced food, and other items to the community since 2001. They offer curbside pickup, delivery, and online ordering as well. They are open 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. daily and are located at 13 East Park Avenue on the south side of Forsyth Park. More information can be found at sentientbean.com. Senior Citizens Incorporated is looking for volunteer Meals on Wheels drivers. A few hours each week will connect some of our area's most vulnerable residents with nutritious food and a regular knock on the door. For more information, contact Laura at 912-964-5411. Yes, it is that time again to support WRUU through your vote in the Connect Savannah Best of Savannah poll. It's easy. Go to Connect Savannah at www.connectsavannah.com and click on the Go Vote image. Read the instructions and then scroll down and click on the image labeled Media. Type in WRUU in both the Best Local Radio Station and Best Talk Radio Station categories and click the Vote button for each. Thank you for listening to and supporting WRUU in the Connect Savannah Best of Savannah poll. Tune in to WRUU every Thursday at 8 o'clock p.m. for Route 66, a show featuring new and classic American rock music. I'm your host, Michael Carvanis, and I'll see you Thursday night at 8 on Route 66. All right, and we are back. What's going on, guys? You guys there? Did I turn you on? I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to figure out about these headphones. Messing around. Why are you messing around on the radio, Glenn? That's right. We're at commercial break. You got you got distracted. (laughs) No. Hey, so before before we go on, all right. I just want to get back to something you started off in the opening, and I don't know if we're gonna go back to it, so. I'll, I'll just get my rant in before we get before I forget my get my chance to. Okay. When is somebody gonna knock out Jake Paul? I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's what I was hoping was gonna happen this time. That's why I, I really was hoping that it was gonna I, I happen. Mean, he looked a little. He can box. He here's can the box, th- here's man. the thing, man. Is I think he probably is. A decent boxer, but yeah, man, let's just that's quit all this YouTube bullcrap. Let's just quit all this. Who you, you know, scared me there? Go fight somebody <laughs> in a ring and, and, and just become the best. Then, then you can take on anybody at any time for any amount of money. Yeah, yeah. real true. boxers. I mean, come you're on, good. if you're gonna be yeah. a boxer, you're gonna say you're a yeah. boxer. Be- box boxers. Yeah, start of your career with it's time. And it's time to start doing that. Yeah, you got your money. Get out. Let's do it. Somebody just yeah. This is go in there, rant. fight your way, really, fight who you're, you're supposed in. to fight. Yeah, yeah. Talk exactly. About that. Because if you got the skill set, then why are you gonna, you know, fight down? That's not gonna make you better. Fight up. Yeah, he can knock people out. It's just a matter of going yeah. in and boxing. You know, I mean, yeah. just do it, man. <laughs> Tired of just all that hype about all the fight. You're yeah. who is? Nobody even knows who you're fighting. Exactly. 
Yeah, I mean, who, where, who are the top people in that weight class that they were boxing in? Do you guys know? That's an excellent question. Let, I let's. Like that's a weight class with some serious skill. Is that heavyweight? Cruiserweight is what they were fighting at. Okay, cruiserweight. Okay, let's see. Let's see who's. Because I mean, Tommy Fury, although he is a, uh, he's got the last name Fury, but he's not necessarily. I don't think he's a top ten. I don't even think he's a top twenty uh, cruiserweight. But I could be wrong because I don't. I don't know that much about professional boxing I went I would say so I mean uh, looks like you're on the money though with saying Fury's not even a top 10 really the, the WBO well, it just says rain cruiserweight rankings but yeah there's there's a lot of guys and, and, and I, I'm not trying to be a yeah, there's some guys there. And there's I'm not trying to be a hater, but I'm just saying, man. There's one guy that's 47 and 5, y'all. That's 47 and 5? Oh, <laughs> and he's only, uh, on the list I got pulled up, he's the ninth best. He's the ninth, yeah. He's, he's number nine. And you got a dude who's 29 and 3, who's the fourth. I'm sure you wouldn't want that smoke. Yeah. Uh, the number one is 18 and 0. Uh, Okoli, if I'm saying it right. Okoli. Oh, okay, yeah. And then uh, on this list, uh, the dude that's second is actually 28 and 2. Breedus. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, there's a lot of talent in this division, and Fury's not even ranked in the top 10 with these guys. And I got, I got the uh, champion as Ja. Abtaya. Yep, he's he's twenty two and oh, he's the he's the green cruiserweight champion. So he is. He sounds like he's the real deal. Yeah. So I mean, let's let's get a fight between somebody on this top ten list and Jake Paul. I mean, but maybe maybe this fight is. Fight Fight the forty seven and five guy, Jake Paul. You wanna you wanna fight someone with some serious skill? Yeah. A little older, fight, fight master Nat. But but now, I mean, does he get a better? He's he needs a he needs to fight somebody that's worse than Fury because he needs to get another win under his belt. He. Yeah. He don't want any of these guys. I'll tell you that right now, Glenn. No. No, this is this is what we want to see now. When we're talking about how these pay-per-view events sell, can you imagine how (laughs) Jamie's already put his deposit down? If we could get Jake Paul in the ring with the champ. And I mean... He wants to make a big cash in, do it. 
Yeah. I'll, you, it's all about the money anyway. Yeah, it's, it's all, all about the money. money. It's all about the money. It's all about the money. And if we get, I mean, I'm not paying to see Jake Paul fight unless he's trying to fight a fighter on this list because I feel like that's when we're going to see somebody pick him apart and oh, yeah. put him back on YouTube. Put him and in some of the... Trying to, and he may be trying to work for that, but all I'm saying is in the meantime, it's just all about money, people. Yeah, somebody. But, but we got to get... I mean, let's... We got to get a fighter that's a little more of a knockout fighter than Tommy Fury. To he's been uh, trying to fight Fury for like five years or something too. Yeah. And they're gonna do a they're gonna do a rematch. So if if Jake Paul wins the second one, then you know he needs to he needs to go for a legitimate competition the rest of the way. I agree. Then the third one will be in Vegas. Or yeah, or then they'll do a trilogy <laughs> thing, and yeah, and this will get dragged on for a whole another year and some change. Cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. Yeah, I mean, at this point, is Tommy Fury really trying to continue to be a professional boxer, or is he just gonna keep fighting Jake Paul because they probably got more money on this fight than he has? another fight i would think he's only oh, yeah. had nine fights yeah i'm sure he made some money on that one i'm sure he made some money on the anderson silva one i know some of his pay-per-views didn't go as well as they had hoped earlier on yeah yeah i got him less at four ko's nine wins and that's out of his nine nine fights. So, I mean, he just debuted last year. Yeah. 23 years old. Now, he's the one who's going to be trying to climb the ranks. But oh yeah, he really should have knocked out Jake Paul to help yeah. him climb the ranks. I think that's what his older brother bet on, that didn't happen either i think fury bet that uh fury would knock out paul and then i think drake bet that paul would knock out fury and it didn't happen neither one of them got knocked out but apparently the payout was huge on either side okay if you put up you know the large amounts of money that these guys have yeah i mean they like drake drake's was like 400k and he would have made 1.4 so I'm sure Tommy Fury was, you know, or not Tommy Fury, but uh, Tyson. This is Big Brother's name. Thank you, Tyson Fury. I'm sure bet the other side of it. Yeah. Nobody got knocked out. They all lost their monies. Right. <laughs> all right. Thanks for letting me get that in. No problem. I was Heck just yeah. I was waiting to see if you. You had a little bit more. Um, yeah, we just wanted to make sure. Nope, you didn't nope. Know just wanted to spend a minute of time on that. That's cool. And then now that I know that March is right around the corner, because I didn't know it was Wednesday. Uh, March, <laughs> Madness, March Madness coming up, y'all. 
Yeah, right. Around the corner. Gotta be if it's this March on Wednesday. Yeah. It, March Madness right around the corner. Um, and like I sent you guys a uh, a little article, just small small schools for the men's college basketball tournament that you need to keep your eyes on. Now, this is a weird year when if you pull up the the top 25, there are things that you're going to see that are going to like, huh? Like Alabama, they're up there, but they're they're a football school, not a basketball school. So there are things like that, but it's March Madness where everything gets all mad, man. And we don't know. We don't know what's going to happen. Small schools make runs. I mean, Alabama, the, who knows what's going to happen with them? I don't know if either of you guys have heard. Uh, their star player is wrapped up in a murder case right now. Uh, they they he is allegedly not the one who was uh murdering but possibly i think what they're trying to say is he brought a gun to a location and the gun was taken given to someone um and then there was a murder. Uh, so who knows if he's going to be playing? Uh, but man, you got you got all these teams. Uh, I'll run through five of them that we got that you need to keep your eyes on um, for for your March Madness brackets. Now that we're getting up there, coming coming. Somewhat local, maybe. Down here, Charleston Cougars. The Cougars, they're they're punched their ticket back in 2013 with, or the number 13 seed in 2018. Um, they're having a really good year. They lost to North Carolina in their only match. Of that year and another team to keep your eyes on Drake Bulldogs some of these teams gonna gonna come through and make a big surprise on you uh, when we're coming through Florida Atlantic Owls now they've been there for past couple years I believe making making noise they're looking at probably getting into the tournament at like an eight seed is what I'm hearing. Um, wow, that's pretty high. Yeah, yeah. Or, that, lo- or low, however I'm supposed to say it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you would think that, I mean, I feel like in the, the past they've been getting in there with like 14 seeds 14 maybe. 12, yeah. Yeah, exactly. so uh, 15 seed uh, back in 2002. Um but then, then Kent State, popular school, you hear about them. They're looking at probably getting in there, sneaking in with like a 12 seed. Oral Roberts. Now, they're, they're no, going to be getting in there 
at the right around 12, 11 seed like they normally do. But yeah, they always bring it when it's time for. Yeah, they're undefeated in their conference. See, I didn't know that. See, I didn't even know that. I just know. Oh, Roberts is in good. The tournament, they hoop, man, and they yeah. play defense. That's they're cool. in the summit. They're in the summit league conference. You're undefeated in conference play. That's impressive. I'm pretty sure they're. That's from what I see. They're the only team undefeated in their conference. I I believe it. I mean, basketball. You get through a a ten game season, thirteen games in football. It's it's hard to go in undefeated in 13 games, uh, but it happens more often than than usual. But in basketball, I mean, there's so many games. It's so trying, so stressful. I mean, you got when we when we go into the tournament. I mean, who are you guys going to be looking at to? to have win it all. There's no North Carolina. There's no Duke. I mean, Duke's not even in the top 25. There's still most a likely, decent team, though. Most, most likely, North Carolina or Duke may have to win the ACC tournament just to get in. Yeah. You got, that's going to be hard for them. I mean... They're going to be going up against unless unless conferences have changed. I'm I'm saying, I'm saying Virginia, Miami. I mean, they're they're going to be stopping Duke and North Carolina from uh, no getting in from winning the championship. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's going to be. Two, what's up? Two scary teams. Yeah. Per, Purdue. They're good. Yeah. They got that big seven foot four guy. I can never remember his name, but he's very athletic for being seven four. And uh, Tennessee plays tough. Yeah. Tennessee, Tennessee's nice. Both those teams are going to be near impossible to stop. But everybody's going to get stopped. Oh, yeah. 63. 63 teams will be stopped. Yep. One team will embrace all. all yep, there'll be one the team madness. that breaks your whole bracket up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> one team that just comes in there and is like, where's some foots? Boom, boom, yep. boom, boom. Got yep. your foot. Yep, it's always that's the right. Worst when the first that's right. When the off. Yeah. You got an elite eight or a final four team, and they're just like the the, off, the the pool at the office winner is somebody who doesn't even watch basketball. Exactly, I like their name. <laughs> I, I like, like their, their color form. I like yes. I like their we'll colors. Their color. We'll spend a their moment coach, on all on all the ways cool. to pick those teams. So we're running into about eight minutes left, and Jamie, I need to know what you think about this stuff. I, di- I didn't want to get caught up in it. I mean, I know you and I are both definitely hardcore, ready 
for baseball season to start. Uh, Yanks, it's you and I constantly find ourselves sitting across from each other in a table, staring at each other in the eyes like, I hate your team. Again, <laughs> again, um, you being a Yankees fan, me being an Orioles fan, uh, the rivalry, the division rivalries at that never stop for us. Uh, and this has nothing to do with that. I just wanted to throw that out there because it's spring training and I can't stand what looking at your screen. And it's, and it's, and it's time for the <laughs> Orioles to look good because they always lead the league in the, the spring. Oh, yeah. I mean, they, we <laughs> – we crushed. I, I don't. I don't know who was playing, <laughs> and and I looked at the lineup. It crushed the Tigers yesterday, and crushed uh, uh, ooh, the Guardians or something the day before putting ten up, putting ten up. But what I want to know is now that we have all these uh, these rule changes, the changes in baseball, uh. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to Kel's team, possibly maybe both teams. In spring training, the game between the Red Sox and the Braves came to an end because of a pitch clock violation. Oh my gosh. Causing confusion around everything. Uh, so when you're the batter, you have, I believe it's eight seconds to get into the batter's box. The pitcher has the pitch clock that comes on. I want to say that might be in the forties or something. Nope. Nope. Uh, once he gets the ball. Yeah. Tell me from, all right. So it's with the bases empty. It's a 15-second pitch clock, which starts when the when the when the pitcher receives the ball from the catcher, and that pitch pitch count will start. The batter has to be in and set with with eight seconds left. But by the time there is eight seconds left on the clock, yeah. So the batter doesn't get into right. the batter's box, and there's not eight seconds left. It's an automatic strike, right? Oh, yeah. So, okay. So the batter okay. basically can't leave the the batter box very often. I I think it was in the rules that batter can call timeout one time. Step off the plate one time during the. Oh uh, yeah. Let me see, hitter. Um, unless of course, like you know, yeah, he gets throws, throws in on him and he has to yeah. pick up his helmet and stuff like that. Yeah. Now with the runner on base, the 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 pitch clock is twenty seconds. Oh okay. 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 Right. That way, it gives you time for the, the pickoff and whatnot. Hypothetically, yeah. Or why do, why do you think they did it that way, Jimmy? Um, yeah, probably just a, a, an extra minute, an extra few seconds to get signs delivered uh, to the base runner. I would assume. Oh, the base runner too. I got you. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, another moment to just check for a lead. Now, that's uh, part of the other thing is that the the pitcher can only attempt two pickoff moves uh, to to the runner and if he makes a third 
he has to get the runner out. Oh, wow. Uh, otherwise, it would be just considered a balk. Okay. It's a free base. That's wild. Yeah, because some of the major complaints in baseball is that, you know, you get a guy on first base and all of a sudden pitcher's thrown over there 18 times. Yeah. yeah. I, I like, I like you know, So I like that, that, was the, that was the push there. I it. We're going to see how this works because it's going to take some coordination with the batter, particularly, who gets used to stepping out of the box, fixing their gloves, adjusting their bat, their their belt, their hat, their helmet, um, you know, and then stepping back in, holding the hand up. You know, this uh, the, the batter is where this is going to affect people the most. Pitchers typically like to work fast. They're most pitchers that are out there wanting to work fast. Yeah. So. You know, you have a few that like to take their time, step off, take a deep breath. But for the most part, most people just want to get up, get their sign and go. So, yeah. Now, now that now what you just said brings up a question in my head. Yeah. Nomar Garcia Parra had 1,747 hits in his career. If he played in this era, how many hits would he have? Or would they they all be strikeouts because he had to exit the box and fix his gloves for five yeah. minutes between every hit? <laughs> Nothing but strikes. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry, he'd, I just had he'd, to. He'd have had a few more strikeouts. Sure. <laughs> but you can keep yeah. continue. I'm sorry. Yep. So that's it with the with the pitch count. I mean the pitch timer. Um, it did it, with their experiment. It did shorten games up by a length of 25 minutes in the minor leagues. Again, that's the goal with the pitch timer. We'll see how that works out. That's cool. Yeah. Have you uh, have you watched any spring games yet? Yep. 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 I'll be watching one at one o'clock today too. The Yankees play the Blue Jays at one. Oh, okay. Uh, what time did the <laughs> Orioles play? I didn't even look. Why not? He <laughs> said. <laughs> Why? Uh -oh. They play at so, 105, too. The, the other rule change that's implemented this year is shift restrictions. And, you know, I was always a man that the shifts in baseball drive me crazy. Uh, so now infielders have to keep their feet on the grass or I'm sorry, on the dirt. Uh, at the, all, as soon as when the pitch is started. Yeah. Um. Two players on either side, you split the field down the middle. Two players on the right side, two players on the left side. You can't overload an infield now. So that's to try to just help get more action in baseball, really. Yeah. That, you know, I've always been a guy that doesn't like the shifts, but I'm also the kind of guy that goes, hey, man, these are professional hitters. Can't somebody just slap it the other way? I don't get it. <laughs> you can, right? <laughs> I, I, always, I always thought I could, but, you know. Oh, and the, thir and the, the third big change is the size of the bases, Monday, which it'll, it'll be hard to, to understand this until you get more baseball going and you start seeing, you know, a little bit more of that little base, little ball going that people always talk about playing the little ball, uh, advanced runner, station to station kind of thing, um, trying to activate base stealing a little bit because um, uh, there's not very little those of compared to when we used to watch Ricky Holder, Henderson and all those guys base running and stealing bases all the time. 
you don't have a lot of that going on. So this is just another initiative. Get more action in baseball. Um, 